Tampa. They're up 3-1 now on Boston. There we go. Here they go. Rolling their way back, trying to take that division away from the Orioles. I'm the only person in the DMV rooting for the uh, Rays to win that division. Like, I want Baltimore to get That's in. That's just because you bet money on yes, it. Oh, yes, exactly. And I got a really good price. If and you I did felt it, great. you'd be betting, you'd be excited about the Orioles. Yeah, like, I'm excited they're going to the postseason. I'm excited that our good friend, Cody Decker, um, has to spend a bunch of money to send little Peach to his first postseason <laughs> little game. Little Peach, baby Peach. I'm, I'm excited about all that. We but, need to have some on-the-ground coverage from Peach at the be, playoff game. I'd be a little bit more excited if uh, Daddy Ryan was taking home a uh, plus 400 ticket on the Tampa Bay Rays to win the division because my Chicago Cubs kids, all they got to do, 2-20 and 20 down the stretch. Not even Ben Zobris' wife could screw that up for us. 2-20 and 20 down the stretch, <laughs> and my Cubs go over that season win total. I got them to make the postseason better than 2-1 to one mm-hmm. odds. I took a shot with them to win the Central better than 5-1 to one the odds one night around, like, I don't know, 2.28 a.m., I believe. Feeling pretty good about these things. You know, it's right one now. of the few times where betting on a team that you have no confidence in as a fan has started to work out. Knock on wood for you. Yep, they got the power. They got the speed. Damn it, they just may be the best team in the National League. Marlins are kicking the Dodgers' asses right now. It's 9-1. Yeesh. Whew. Goodness The gracious. live total on that's 13 and a half. The Dodgers are down a uh, touchdown and a two-point conversion. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's football season. It is. It is football season. It is. Uh, so, BetMGM has uh, some, been giving us a lot of interesting stats over the last couple of days, right? Where the markets look, where the money's going, and all these different futures that the NFL's got. Because, you know, once we kind of get into the season – you kind of focus a little more on the actual games as opposed to, my God, we've talked about the futures market for like, totally. it feels like six months at this point, which it does move at times and it can be fun, but I'm ready to just finally look at some real games. But it is interesting now because we've gotten a big sample size of like where people are going, whether it's the public, it's the Sharps, whatever the case is. The most bet win totals right now in terms of tickets at BetMGM in the NFL, the number one most bet win total is the Patriots, seven and a half. Then it's the Cardinals four and a half, and it's the Commanders six and a half. Now, in terms of the most bet overs, Patriots over seven and a half is number one. Commanders over seven and a half in terms of tickets, six and a half. And then Steelers come in at number three, the most bet over at eight and a half. That is, there's a lot of love for the Patriots right now here. It's surprising, but also, like, I get it because. All they have to do, you got 17 games, they have to go 8 and 9. You still have Bill Belichick, and now uh, there's some pressure because, I mean, there's some reports that maybe Bill won't be back if they have a losing That's season. That's crazy. I, I don't know that I'm buying into that because I don't think Robert Kraft. End, though. I don't think Robert Kraft could do it. He but never wanted to say goodbye to Brady. What if Bill that was Belichick Bill? doesn't want to come back? What if he's tired of it? What is he going to do? You don't want to do TV? You don't <laughs> is he going like, no, he's not. TV, guys, I don't think so he'll do on, TV. On, I would love to TV. see, like, Bill, like, 10 years from now, like, just. Doing nothing. No, in Pittsburgh, like coaching special teams or defense, like for a random high school or something like that. And I could see him actually an doing offensive that. coordinator. He, I, I don't think he's going to walk away from the game. Um, but I, I get it because I mean, last year it was such a mess offensively. But you had Matt Patricia, who was a defensive-minded head coach uh, in Detroit, which, like, no, he wasn't. He, I don't know what his deal. You know, was. he's he, from he's from Annapolis. Who's that? Bill Patricia? Belichick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what Bill I'm saying. Belichick could be. Yeah. Could be coaching high school. He may be my DC Maryland. in a couple of years. Yeah. Seriously, or Commanders, the next head coach of the Commanders. That so there would be was incredible. there was a rumor a few years ago that they at least like kicked the tires. Tried to like see if he'd be interested because he's local and w- if he would want to actually coach the team. And there's some ties he, he there. <laughs> but now there's a, now no, I wouldn't want him now. Pat, we're past the point. Bill Belichick is. 
It works in New England. It doesn't work anywhere else at this point. But I get why you would go over seven and a half wins, even in a loaded AFC, right? Because the defense should still be top 15, and that's probably their floor. And then you have Bill O'Brien, who I don't like, obviously, as a head coach or as a general manager, but he's a pretty solid play caller. I mean, we saw what he did at Alabama with Mac Jones. Mac Jones put up ridiculous numbers. Heisman like numbers. So now you know they're what? I'm going to push again. back on that a little bit. Bill O'Brien at Penn State and then early on with the Texans when he was just a head coach, actually a pretty good head coach. Yeah, it was when they gave him more power. It's what, The minute he took over the team, he, it's like he sabotaged it on purpose. Yeah. And, like, not the best decision maker. If you have a three-score lead against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and you're in your own territory, you probably shouldn't go for it on fourth down because then you're going to get your souls ripped Then out. he got cocky. Well, you now, know, at he least got Mahomes cocky. was young then, though. Bill so. O'Brien is the guy that always that. thinks he he's the better. smartest person in the room. So yeah. now when you have Bill Belichick there, he knows he's not the smartest person in the room, so he'll stop. What are you smirking at? Wasn't it Bill O'Brien, and Ryan, you're better at this than I am, wasn't he the one that when he was at Penn State decided to do the iron line and kind of redefine history. He was he he went somewhere with loads of tradition. Yeah. And tried to re-traditionalize tradition and that's not looked upon very that's frowned kindly. upon in those establishments. In those well, establishments. Yeah. In those type of places, right? Yes. Especially with all that type of tradition, right? Yeah. And that's the thing like he always he likes to he likes to shake things up a little bit, and I don't think that's always a good thing. And I mean, you saw that with the Texans. I don't even know what ended up happening, but he trades away DeAndre Hopkins, and then there was all those weird reports why he did so. That um, was so strange. Yeah, he kind of like wears out his welcome everywhere he goes. But I do think that he'll be a solid play caller for Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't really love their weapons. They should have a decent enough run game. I didn't bet they're over on the win total, but I mean, if I had to make a bet, I probably would go over. I could see them winning eight games. You know. Yeah. Commanders, that makes me really love the under. Well, there's so there's two here. So it's, it's interesting. So the most bet overs in terms of tickets, Commanders are two with their six and a half. The most bet overs in terms of handle, Commanders, number one at BetMGM at That's six and wild. a half. That's wild. There's a I lot of people that are it. going the other way with I them. I can yeah. see it because here's the deal. If Sam Howell is any good at all and the defense comes back mm-hmm. to where we know that it should be, like they're not going to lose ten games. That's a lot of games to lose. Especially in the NFC. I mean, they're actually, excuse me, they're not going to lose 11 games. Because that's what that right. ma- math school tells you is what See, that would be. I feel like on paper, the commanders look like they could win eight, nine games. You totally. look at what they did the second yeah. half of the season with Heineke as their quarterback. Right. We think Sam Howell is an obvious upgrade. You have a bunch of weapons. You have Terry McLaurin, who could be a top 10 receiver. Shahan the problem Dotson. is, you. I mean, and, and Terry McLaurin practiced today, so that's a good thing. You have Dotson. But I just like, Ron Rivera is your head coach. And but you then, got Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, we're going to find out how good he is away from Andy Reid because I was really excited for Matt Nagy in Chicago and one year they won double-digit games and then after that he was an absolute disaster and it's like, uh, was Matt Nagy good or is it just Andy Reid's really, really good? And now Nagy had to go back crawling to Andy Reid and he's back in Kansas City this year as the OC. So I just want to see if he's the real deal as a play caller because I'm just the only thing that concerns me is you know, he's on the Andy Reid coaching tree. Nagy got a job, like, right away when it was his time. And Biennemi kept having to go to an interview and interview, yeah. and he kept never getting in, like, But you know. here's the thing, too, and this is such a side road, but I want to stick up for Biennemi because, like, it's very clear from the reports that came out of camp uh, from the commanders that Eric Biennemi is not one of those guys who likes to sugarcoat yes. his thoughts. Yeah, he's a hard and, ass. And in a political system, anywhere, anywhere you go, uh, especially someone who looks like Eric Bieniemy, uh, sometimes 
people who are interviewing him that do not look like him, do not speak like him, they get rubbed the wrong way, even if he's really smart. And he seems like a tree shaker. Yeah. He's calling guys out, saying mm-hmm. these this culture's bad. And see, that's, and he's not wrong. And that's players what, are running but, to Rivera, being like, ah. And, and that's that's when I went under though, because which I was, usually Rivera's the hard ass though, right? And, and so that's the thing. Like, I feel like this team might be a little soft, or they might need. A, I I, no, I don't know. I, I can I can vouch for Eric Bieniemy. They're soft. Yeah, and, and, there's, and there's bad culture it's just still like, left over. Well, there. that's what I mean. And there's bad culture. There's dysfunction, obviously. And then you have the head coach. Like it seemed like he was kind of throwing the new OC under the bus. Oh, and then on the defensive side of the that's ball, what he was like, doing. how many games is Chase Young going to play? We haven't seen him play a full season since his rookie year. Um, the defense should still be pretty good. I just worry about that offensive line, an inexperienced quarterback in Howell who I really like. I could see Washington being that team that wins four games this year and then wins double-digit games next year. I just think the game's past uh, Riverboat Rock. Well, that's one of the reasons why, too. I mean, you know that was my conspiracy theory on yeah. that, which it was, it was. he's a little threatened by Eric Bieniemy being there. And he's somebody yeah. that's got a more modern offense and has an, an understanding of the way today's NFL is versus where Ron Rivera is, where he's still talking about linebackers all the time and defense and running the ball more. And you're like, well, you got to be able to throw the ball, man. This is today's NFL. It's modern NFL. You have to throw the football, and you have to have a quarterback that can do it. And there's a certain point where if you're Ron Rivera – You've gone these many years, and he's still the one that controls the roster moves. He knows there's a new owner. There may be a new front office. This may be his last year there. So it's let me just make sure people know publicly that this Eric Bieniemy guy, he's a little mean to the players. They don't they don't they don't seem to like him so far. But me, don't worry. You know, I'm I'm good. They all come to me now. It's good cop, bad cop here. So yeah, I look. It, oh, look, you guys understand that for me, the I floor... I think I'm still over. I think I'm still over. I And, and I think, but look, at six and a half... Commanders? Yeah, I think I'm oh, over. Don't at do six it. and a half... I'm not going to take it, but if I don't. had to be... If I had to take one... I was gonna, okay. I'm not actually going to put money on this, but if I had to go either way, I yeah. think I'd have to go over. I honestly... Mm-hmm. Look, you guys know that I'm a jaded fan, so if I say something about my team, I, I honestly genuinely mean it. I think they go over that win total, but they're not going to be a, a team over 500. I'd they love to beat, say a 500 they team, beat but they beat a team like the Eagles once. That happens. They probably the, beat the Cowboys once. You steal division games. It happens all the time. Like, they could beat the Cardinals and Broncos and start off 2-0. and They're loose totally. to the Bills. Then they could lose to the Eagles and be 2-2. Two and two. But they could beat the Bears. They could lose to the Falcons. And after that, then it's the Giants, the Eagles, I Patriots. I think they beat like, the Falcons. Yeah, like, this team could easily – you've got the – and listen, the end of the season, too, you've got – like, the Dolphins could be either really good or Tua could be hurt. They got the Rams in December. You've got the Rams at the end of the season – You've got. I mean, it's not an easy schedule, it's but it's not. not the early on. Early on, they can chip away and add some wins. I think if you, if you took the over six and a half for Washington this year, you're going to probably be sweating late in the season. Yeah, it's going to be a sweat. If they don't beat the Cardinals in Week One, oh, it's over. Then oh, that then it's, total shut it is down. Over. Then at that point, blow it up. Here's what you do: you walk up to Ron Rivera and say, "We'd like your key card, please." That's the end of your tenure here as a head coach. Yeah, you that's lose, it. You lose to Arizona, and this to is going to be Joshua Dobbs. This is. I think this is going to be the first time Riverboat Ron, since he's taken over as head coach in Washington, is going to be a touchdown favorite. Yeah, I mean, uh, yes, the last time was 2017, <laughs> and they did cover in that game. Yes, I they did. But yeah. um, yeah. I, it, the good thing is, though, I look at this. Here, here, actually, I got one question for you. So, with Bienemy taking over as OC and Ron Rivera, I'm going to call him a lame duck coach because if they That's don't fair. win seven, eight games, I think he's gone. If they win nine games, I think he keeps his job. If, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, even if they miss out on the playoffs in the NFC. But we never really see a situation where like the OC stays and just moves over as head coach. We see that in like an interim tag. Like I'll throw out Mike McCarthy when he got canned. Joe Philman took over for four games. You know, we yep. see that all the time. But you rarely see, like, the whole coaching staff usually gets wiped. 
if Ben Johnson's out there and he's the hottest name and Washington has a shot for him as a head coach, do you think that they would want to interview him? I mean, obviously they'd want to interview yes. him, but do you think he gets the job or they'd move over Bienemy from no, OC to head coach? Because I think if it's a mess, Bienemy's gone too. Because well, that's the <laughs> thing. That's, that's what you him. have to keep in mind. So it, it's kind of a catch twenty two for Eric Bienemy, right? Yeah. If he does a great job and Sam Howell is a good quarterback, they're winning enough games where Ron Rivera might not get fired. They may just keep the coaching staff the way that it is. So, like, where's the balance there where they can be – the enemy can look good enough as an offensive coordinator that he de- deserves the head coaching job. You're playing but two yeah, years down the road but if then you're they, the enemy. Yeah, and they can't be good enough where then Rivera still doesn't get – like, it just doesn't – it doesn't really add up. So it has that feeling of almost like it may be a couple of seasons and there's more evaluation. But you could also just decide we're going to blow the whole thing out if Ben Johnson's available yeah. and you decide that's who you want because we know and there's always And maybe Ben Johnson young, wants the enemy. It all depends on what Ben Johnson will want. But at that point, if you're Eric Bieniemy and you missed out on another head coaching opportunity, Tough. I think he probably leaves Washington then. I don't think he wants to stick around at that point. And if you're Ben Johnson, you 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 come in as the offensive mind to have an offensive coordinator that maybe has a different philosophy on certain things in Bieniemy. They would just clash. So it probably would just be a full full wipe clean slate, which I would prefer them to do. And it's nothing against Eric Bieniemy, but like in the end, this all still feels like a band aid for a situation that needs. We need a, f- a brand new front We're office. We're already firing Eric Bieniemy well, before week one. I'm, I'm not just. It's not even a fire. <laughs> going around like a, that under, huh? It, it just felt. It Telling felt. You, it just a felt like a band aid situation, like a glass gas effort, effort from the the front office that's Did there and the coaching the staff, where it's just you've got new ownership and they're going to come in and say we want to start all the way from scratch. It's like um, Matt Ishbia in Phoenix just trying to do the splashy move right when they yeah. come in and buy a team. Yeah, I I think if I looked in my crystal ball, I know what I would see. I would see would Washington see? fires Ron Rivera at the end of the season mm-hmm. after my win total ticket cash. You think it's, think it's end of the season? I think Bienemy's gone too, and I think you guys get a new head coach. And yeah. guess who comes rolling into who town? Is it? Thunder Dan Quinn. Wow. And he wins five games year one, six. Because that's the thing. I don't, don't want. That's terrible. Don't, don't, in today's why, why league, do I don't want. To, I don't things. want a defensive-minded head coach. I want an offensive-minded yes. head coach. Yeah. I want the next McVeigh, Lafleur, Shanahan. That's all I want. Ben Johnson. I feel like with Washington, I don't know. I just feel like it's they're always going to get it wrong. Ownership group. You have to take that narrative out now. Yeah, it's I gone. saw Josh clean. Harris. I saw that awkward-ass handshake. That doesn't make me feel any better. No, I'm kidding. They put him on the spot. I mean, they should be fine. Maybe. You just. Come on. What? <laughs> Gotta be pessimist. It's pet MGM the night.